All right. Now, what if I told you guys that there is a way for you to get drunk for free and you'd be doing it for a good cause? Sure, you might be sitting there all skeptical, like, oh, yeah, well, what do I got to do, Mr. Smarty Pants? Huh? Do I got to partake in some kind of weird medical study of some sort? Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you malt liquor and the human response. No, no, no. What I'm talking about is way better than that. You see, years ago when I was at work, my friend Brewer came up to me and he was like, dude, you want to get drunk tomorrow for free? Drunk for free? Ah, dude, I am not trying to go back to your Uncle Gary's house again. Last time he got all drunk and wanted us to take our shirts off. No, dude, I'm not talking about going to my Uncle Gary's house. I'm talking about getting drunk with a bunch of police officers instead. You see, long story short, Brewer just so happened to know somebody that was enrolled in our local police academy. And I don't know if you know this or not, but, uh, well, a big part of being a police officer is knowing how to do field sobriety tests on drunk people. Well, you can't teach police cadets how to do sobriety tests on a bunch of sober people now, can you? You see what I'm getting at? No? Well, let me spell it out for you, I guess. Brewer and I volunteered to get drunk on purpose so a bunch of police cadets could practice their field sobriety skills. Yes, this is a real thing. I couldn't believe it either. So if you have a police academy nearby, you yourself can volunteer and do your civic duty. It's like fucking drunk jury duty, for Christ's sake. You can't beat it. So here's how this whole operation works. First, you show up to a brightly lit classroom at, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe 7.30 in the goddamn morning. One of the instructors becomes your own personal bartender for the next few hours. You drink free alcohol like it's the end of the world. And then once you're nice and shitty, you go out into the hallway and let a bunch of cop juniors try to figure out if you're drunk or not. Now, the first thing that has to be done is they have to figure out who's getting drunk and who's staying sober. I mean, you can't have everybody getting drunk. That would make it way too easy on the cadets. Uh, well, it looks like everybody's shitty. Case closed. Now, there has to be some sort of a uh, control group to mix it up a little bit. All right, first things first. We need some people to stay sober. Do we have any volunteers? Anybody? Anybody at all? Oh, God damn it. Why does this happen every single year? All right, table number one, you're the drunk asshole table. <laughs> and table number two, you're the lame-ass sober table. This shit. So me and Brewer go and get our drinks, and what they don't bother telling you beforehand is that all the free booze that they provide is really just confiscated alcohol. You know, booze that the police have taken from crime scenes or who the fuck knows where else. So needless to say, we are not getting served top shelf shit here. Aw oh, man, Wild Irish Rose, would you guys steal this from a crackhead under a bridge? Well, as a matter of fact, we did. Now, would you like me to pour it in a cup or wrap it up in a brown paper bag like it was intended? So we go ahead and start drinking, and of course, it's not just me and Brewer sitting at this drunk ass table. There's also some old dude that, uh, well, just seemed like another day for him, you know, drinking at 8 o'clock in the morning. And then some chick who volunteered because her boyfriend was in the academy, and, uh, she did not seem like she was having a good time at all. I mean, I have no idea why. She's just stuck at a table with a bunch of drunk dudes partaking in very engaging conversation. And that was the second time I shit my pants as an adult. What about you guys? Uh, last October. Fucking pizza bagels. I don't give a damn if pizza's on a bagel. You should not have pizza anytime. I shit my pants back at Woodstock when Jefferson Airplane came on stage. Whoa, you were at Woodstock? That's badass. That is badass. Yeah, I gotta say it's pretty fucking badass too. Yeah, I don't know what her problem was, but uh, she just drank by herself in silence like somebody's grandpa. Oh well, can't please them all. Well, I'd say about two hours into this little experiment, you could say that me and Brewer were officially shitty off of our equally shitty alcohol, but surprisingly, we weren't the drunkest people at the table. Now, that would be Little Miss I'm Too Good to Tell a Poop story over there. I don't know if it was the shitty booze or the fact that she was like 97 pounds, but her ass was tore up from the floor up and she would not shut the hell up. 
Yeah, well, the last time I shit myself, it was at my nephew's first communion. Aw, oh, sick. We're not even fucking talking about that anymore. What the hell? She's so drunk, she's like dancing slash gyrating on top of her chair. She's flipping off the sober table from a distance and shit. Aw, oh, look at that drunk bimbo over there having the time of her life. Well, I gotta sit here and drink a goddamn Minute Maid lemonade. The instructors are absolutely flabbergasted at this point. God, we should probably cut that one off, don't you think? Yeah, I suppose so. Every year, there's always one. Goddamn Wild Irish Rose did it again. Now, at this point, we all have to take turns to go to the front of the room to blow into a breathalyzer and, you know, see exactly how shitty we are. Now, I personally blew a .16, a.k.a. twice the legal limit. It was not recommended of me, but, uh, well, it's for America's future, goddammit. I had to go hard. Well, now, of course, the drinking's over. It's time for the sobriety tests. And guess what? Brewer's the first contestant. Well, his ass does not last long in his fucking sobriety test, let me tell you that. Okay, now I need you to touch your pinky to your nose. No, not my nose, silly. Your nose. Ah, I fucking knew it. You're going to jail. He walks back to the table, completely embarrassed. I'm sitting there like, Oh, well, that was quick, you drunk piece of shit. Here, let me show you how to get drunk and lie to the police. Watch and learn. So I go out the hallway, and the cadet that I'm paired up with just so happens to be that drunk-ass chick's boyfriend. At least I think it was him. I'm pretty sure that's what it said on his name tag. I don't know, I was drunk at the time. What can I say? All right, sir, have you had anything to drink today? Uh, not as much as your crusty-ass girlfriend, that's for sure. What? Nothing, nothing. Uh, proceed to test me. Give your girlfriend's nephew my condolences. So he starts trying to do his sweet Jedi mind tricks on me, but what he doesn't know is that I have a slight advantage. And that is, of course, that I've already done a fucking field sobriety test before. You know, with a real police officer. That's what happens when you fall asleep while driving a vehicle and, you know, demolish a handful of parked cars. You get fucking field sobriety tested out the ass. So need to say I already know all these tests ahead of time. I'm like finishing this guy's sentences and shit. All right, now I need you to put your pinky, yeah, I know, pinky to the nose, raise your left foot, and name all four golden girls. It's Blanche, Dorothy, Rose, and the super fucking old one. Let's get on with it. So I knock out all these sobriety tests with flying colors. I'm not bragging about it. I'm just saying that I'm really good at it. I don't know what that says about me as a person. Whatever. The only test that I think I'm going to have trouble with is what's called the nystagmus test. And that, of course, is the old follow the pen with your eyeballs trick. Now, if you're shitty in this scenario, your eyes will wiggle back and forth all willy-nilly. It's like a natural reaction your body does when you're drunk. Well, how the hell am I supposed to control a natural reaction? Well, my grand idea was to just think sober thoughts. Whatever the fuck sober thoughts are, I have no idea. But for me, I just thought about, like, fifth grade math terminology. Anything that I could remember. So he's out there waving his pen in my face, and the entire time my brain's like, numerators and denominators. Isosceles triangles. Uh, the goddamn Pythagorean theorem. Now, I can't tell you if that helped or not, but what I can tell you is that I passed the fucking test. I walk into that classroom feeling like a goddamn superhero. Yeah, you see, that's how it's done. Hey, your boy out there passed my drunk ass. I think he needs a little bit more book learning. Now, was I the only one at our table that managed to pass their sobriety test? Well, what about uh, little Miss Hula Hoop McGee over there? Surely she didn't pass her sobriety test, right? Well, you wouldn't believe me if I told you, but somehow she totally did not even fucking get a chance to take her sobriety test. Her ass was so drunk at that point, she could hardly pick her head up off the table. Are you kidding me? The instructors were just standing there like, uh, well, I don't think we should even bother with her ass. Fucking Helen Keller could figure out she's drunk as hell at this point. But the most screwed up part of this entire story was that when her drunk ass blew into the breathalyzer, she never blew past the legal limit. Beg pardon? 
How the hell does that work? Yeah, tell me alcohol doesn't affect people in different ways. They had to carry her ass out of the classroom like a wild animal, for Christ's sake. You can't tell me she wasn't drunk. I don't care what your goddamn R2-D2 machine says. So the moral of this whole little shitty story is, yeah, you can get drunk for free, and you can do it for a good cause, but not if you have the fucking alcohol tolerance of a diabetic third grader. The end. BrewStew.com